You're listening to the Empath Insights Podcast, and in this episode, I'm talking about how routines can help you as an empath. Stay tuned. I'm Rachel Hudson, and I help empaths just like you learn to thrive, learn to stop absorbing other people's stress, and embrace your natural gifts. I also teach you how to manage your sensitivities in this sometimes insensitive world we live in. It's very good to be back with you again. And in this episode, I'm talking about how routines can help you as an empath. Yes, routines are great for empaths and highly sensitive people. And you might have a lot of questions about that because I certainly did. But once I tried it on, I was like, you know what? This has actually given me a sense of freedom. Now there's security and the structure of routine there. I've found that I have given myself a lot more freedom, even on the weekends, believe it or not. Now routines do not have to be rigid they, you don't have to just pile up your schedule with to-do lists. That's not what I'm talking about here. Because when we put too much on our to-do list, we usually end up putting ourselves last, meaning our very own self-care routine. Now, your self-care routine is just as important as you're getting things done routine. Now, I've talked about this a lot and your self-care routine can look completely different than mine or your friends or your relative self-care routine. It might look a little bit different, that's okay. So I encourage you to come up with a couple of things that you can do on a daily basis. And identifying what to do every morning can be a constant daily struggle for some people. And it's because we don't plan ahead. And I have to confess, I was on the non-plan plan for many, many years. And in my head, I thought it worked for me, but I was always kind of chasing what to do next. I was in, have you ever experienced decision fatigue? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Now, look, we are all busy in our own way. It's not a competition to see who's busiest. Okay, I see this a lot, like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I think we're all busy. So we're all equally as busy. Let's just put it out there. And it's not anything where you have to look at the other person to, you know, either feel better or worse because you don't have the same life as someone else. So let's put that to the side. Now, for me, as a business owner, I wear a lot of hats and I don't have a set schedule. So that has been my challenge for quite a while. But as a yoga teacher, yes, I teach private yoga lessons three times a week. I work with one-on-one clients. I work with my clients at least once a week per client. And I run my own online business. So I do everything myself right now. I'm just not in the position to... um, hire anybody at the moment. So I have to be really careful with overwhelm and managing my time and making sure I give myself enough breaks so I don't fall into that burnout 
(laughs) routine that I frequently have found myself running into. And I have changed my language a little bit. And I want to challenge you to do this as well. Instead of saying, I'm so busy, I've got all this stuff to do. I've got my social media, I've got my emails, I've got to come up with new videos, new blah, 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 you know, the whole thing. And that kind of language in itself tends to burn me out. I just get exhausted thinking about it or talking about it. So now I've changed my language just a little bit as an experiment, just to see. I am now faced with a seemingly infinite amount of, I'm calling them opportunities, because they are. It's not just work. These are things that I enjoy doing. And the struggle is sometimes, well, where do I put this in my day? So instead of maybe calling them, oh, this is on my schedule, I'm so busy, like, here's my opportunities. I don't know, maybe something to try out for yourself. Now, here's what's really been working for me lately. Now, this changes for me. I reevaluate once a month uh, and once a quarter and a couple of times a year just to kind of see like, is this really working for me or is it not? Because I do struggle with burnout if I'm not careful. Now, as soon as I get up in the morning and I get up really early, but listen, I also go to bed really early. always laugh at my family like, Oh my gosh, you got to bed so early. I'm like, yeah, grandma's got to go to bed early. <laughs> and so I just kind of like make fun of myself. I'm like, yes, I'm not apologizing for it. I feel great when I go to bed early. I used to think that I was missing out on all the fun. <laughs> but I get to wake up early. And it's nice and quiet. And I do get a lot of stuff done. So I meditate for 20 minutes. First of all, let me back up. I'm gonna make a nice pot of coffee and have that ready to go. And my dogs are in such a good routine. As soon as that coffee pot lid slams down, they're like, it's time for a cookie. And then we come in here and meditate. When that's done, I write. I write um, some of the things that are coming up in the day and how I feel about them. And because we might have a tendency to like, I've got this big thing that I've planned and all of a sudden I don't want to do it because it seems too big. And then I asked my question, like, look, you're going to do this. Who do you have to be to show up as your best self? And that usually gets my, um, my mindset. It gives it a little bit of a shift. Now lately, and I didn't mention this on my empath insights, Facebook group, I've been working, um, with this book and I think it's from the 1920s. I know like, don't stop this podcast just because I said that. There is a little tiny book. And when I say tiny, I mean tiny. It's from, I think, the 1920s. It's called It Works. And it's more like a booklet. And it's about writing out your dream life. I know, I'm that person. Writing out your dream life. It's 80 pages. But listen, When I say 80 pages, it's triple spaced and it's got lots of margin on the side. (laughs) So it would probably take you 10 or 15 minutes to read, but it's just so good. And it's, I love it because it's so simple. I write down what I want in life. Okay. I know it sounds silly and it's just everything from having like a beautiful backyard oasis to the type of money that I want to make and who I want to help in my coaching business. And I get really detailed. I'm not going to go into the details right now, but 
I get really detailed. And the idea is I do this every day. And every day I move it around. I kind of have the same list, but then some days I'm like, I don't even want this thing anymore. Why was I all gung-ho about wanting this thing? I'm like, I don't really want that. So I'll take it off my list and then I'll reprioritize my list and I might add some new things. And then every week or two, every week or two, I will go back and look at my list and I'm like, oh my gosh, that came true. Oh my gosh, I made that happen. Oh, oh my gosh, this person that I wanted to talk to actually reached out to me. It's actually a lot of fun and it actually raises your vibration for the day. So I start out with that. It's kind of a new thing for me and I've kind of dabbled in it here and there, but I've really been sticking to it lately and it's so much fun. And the third thing I do is I work out. Now, yeah, a lot of people work out, but is it a routine? Do I do it in the morning? Now listen, sometimes it has to happen at night or in the evening, but I have struggled with um, a knee issue for the majority of my life. It was a really bad injury when I was a teenager. And over time, I've had a couple of surgeries and I've been told that, hey, you need a knee replacement. And I'm like, "Er, I'm not really sure if I'm ready for that. But in physical therapy, they're like, hey, if you do these exercises and keep your leg strength up, especially on this weaker leg, you will, you'll put this knee surgery off for a long time. So instead of like just working out, putting that down on paper and make sure that happens, I'm working out for a purpose. So I'm always going back to my why. Why do I want to work out? Well, I really want, so I measure my legs, um, not to see if I've lost any weight or anything like that, but I'm really interested in muscle mass on my left leg because it's about an inch smaller in my thigh because I favor it and these little habits that I've picked up over the years. And then it's kind of um, affected my opposite hip. So it's really interesting how the body changes. So I'm very body aware. Yes, I still do my yoga, but I'm really, um, I'm upping my strength training and it has to be, um, several days a week. I'm always doing something to help strengthen my knee and it is feeling better. So when you're making these routines, ask yourself why you're doing it. You're just doing it to check off something on a list. And and I've done that. And it's just like, it's boring, right? And it doesn't really give you any sense of accomplishment. So I meditate. So my stress level goes down. I do my breathing exercises to um, release stress as well. As a, um, I had a doctor once tell me, she's like, you're just hardwired for anxiety. And I'm like, tell me something I don't know. But actually hearing that from a doctor was like, it felt kind of like a bummer. But I'm like, there are ways to listen. There are so many ways to lower your stress level. I don't have to spell them out for you. There, there's free ways. You can pay for ways. You can, there's massage. There's getting outside to walk. There's breathing exercises, which I love to do. And if you're interested, let me know. And I can send you some of my favorite breathing exercises, meditation. People tell me that they can't meditate. Fine. Then don't meditate. 
right? No, I can't force people to meditate. I don't like meditating sometimes either, but I'm like, nope, this is on your list. You're doing it because you feel better. It brings your stress level down. My writing helps me visualize my future and it helps me get into the why I'm doing these things, not just to do them to check off a list. And my working out, my my why is really, really, really strong on my strength training. So, and I had, I asked this question in my Empath Insights Facebook group and some of the challenges that people are um, telling me are that, you know, they feel like, Uh, They haven't landed the ideal routine yet. And my answer to that is just keep exploring because my routine is not going to work for you or it might not work for you. It might, I don't know, but I think we're always looking to the outside to figure out what's going to work for us. And some of the things that I, I suggest will work for you. And some of them you might not really feel that you need it. So I like to tell, like when I talk to my clients, I'm like, the things that I'm telling you, it's like trying on an an outfit. You're going to kind of try something on for a little while. And then if it doesn't feel like it fits right, let's move on to something else that does fit for you. So it doesn't have to be rigid. And this person, she said she tends to rebel at her own attempts to make a routine for herself. And it feels like it's it's a little too rigid for her and she doesn't have the freedom. So I have fun, something funny to tell you. I'm a big, you know, I shop for planners. It's my weird weakness. It's some kind of sickness, I think. <laughs> I love buying planners. And then here's what I do. I get a planner and I'll fill it out and I'm like, I hate it. It's bossing me around. I literally thought that it was bossing me around. I'm like, no, you're the one that put all this stuff in your planner. So I can relate to this person. And I would just say, give yourself a little bit of wiggle room and just try it on and see what works for you. I also like having theme days. This has really helped me. And for instance, uh, this the person that responded to me, she's like, um, I have a friend that has theme days and she blocks off time, like does her household budgeting on a certain day every week. She would like to do this, but she also feels like she would just like, I can't see myself doing this every single week for the rest of my life. So if you kind of take that last part of the sentence out of there, You don't have to do it for the rest of your life. But if it works for you, you might enjoy it. For me, for instance, I would kind of check out on Fridays because I would top load my week on Mondays and I would feel kind of burned out by Friday. But I was like, Fridays are going to be my, let's see, what did I call them? Oh, I called them uh, my Friday financials. And it was kind of a good way to financials. It wasn't just about money, but it was like about money, invoicing clients, where we were with, you know, like double checking my credit card statement, double checking some of my subscriptions that maybe I needed to cancel. Also checking some of my, um, 
my uh, analytics numbers on the podcast or in my Instagram and just kind of see where I was and the types of emails that worked when I sent out emails. And it was just kind of my numbers day. And it really kind of made me feel good going into the weekend. And so that really worked. I didn't feel like bogged down. And sometimes I don't do it on Fridays. Sometimes I don't do it at all on Fridays. Sometimes I'm like, hey, I feel like I've missed something. I'm like, oh yeah, Fridays. Okay. So I'll make sure that that's a written down thing, uh, either every Friday or every other Friday, which is also an option. So my suggestion is just try on and see what happens. Try on a different schedule. Let it sink in before you decide that you don't like it. Do a, um, Here's another thing I like to do, side note. And it's something that I do with my clients and that sometimes I do an evaluation after every client session that I have. After I hang up the phone or after we get off the Zoom call, I will write down what worked, what didn't work, and what could I do differently. Like sometimes the calls are not what I expect and I'm prepared for one thing and they wanna talk about something else, which is totally fine. But I love doing this evaluation and I call it, it's what worked is my WW, what didn't work is my WDW (laughs) and my what would I do differently is my WWDD. So I have that and I like to do that once a week as well, not just for my client evaluations, but for myself, like this is really good. Like what worked in the schedule? What didn't work? Like I scheduled too much that day or I put too much on my plate, or hey, I didn't allow enough time to make a decent meal for myself. So I ended up, you know, standing in front of the refrigerator for 30 minutes and trying to figure something out. So it's a really good way of like, hey, this didn't work. This did work. I'm going to keep doing this. And let's adjust it a little bit for next time. What would I do differently? And I will tell you doing that over and over again, you will get so much clarity of what does work with your routine and your daily life. You can apply this to just about any area of your life, whether it's um, meal planning or um your workout schedule or your meditation schedule, try it out and see what works. You will be very surprised. I certainly was. And at first I kind of thought it was going to be a little bit too much work, but it was really, really quick. So that is all for me today. I want to encourage you to be kind to yourself and be kind to others. If you need to reach out, please reach out to me. I'd love to invite you to join my Empath Insights Facebook group. It's a private group for empaths. So you're more than welcome to join in. You could also, I'm on Instagram a lot. So you can follow me. It's at Rachel K. Hudson. If you're ready to start thriving as an empath, I'd love to invite you to work with me one-on-one. Go to my website, Rachel K. Hudson. and click the tab that says work with me and we can schedule a free consultation. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Be kind to yourself. Say nice things to yourself 
and be kind to others.